Welcome to another episode from the One SEO Podcast Studio. Today, Jill is taking the lead as host and sits down with David Kill, the founder of Milan Marketing. They'll be revealing strategies to significantly improve your marketing ROI for your business. If you're seeking effective ways to get more bang for your marketing bug, this is the episode you can't afford to miss. What's up, everybody? Thank you for watching another podcast episode with One SEO. Today, I've got a special guest, David from Milan Marketing. Everybody say hi to David. David, say hi to everybody. <laughs> hey, all. Awesome. We're excited to have you on the show today. And one thing that I really want to cover with you today, and I want to let you talk about Milan marketing and everything, but the main point that we want to talk about today is direct mail, but more importantly, how you do direct mail differently. So talk to us a little bit about that. Oh, no, absolutely. And thank you, Jill, for inviting us. We're happy to be here today. Uh, how we do direct mail differently starts with some software that we developed seven or eight years ago. And the name of that software platform is called Adaptix. Why, what we do when we launch a direct mail campaign is ask all our clients basically the same three questions. And those are, where are they? Where are the customers that you want to reach? Who are they? What do they have in common? Are they millennials? Are they boomers? Do they have kids? Um, you know, what age and ethnicity, marital status are they? And then the last, what do we want to say to them? So those three questions rinse repeated over a client's, um, uh, you know, objectives of what they want to do in the campaign is what makes us different because we're matching all that data and all those images and impressions unique to the household. So easy way to, to think about that is if you look at where you're living, your neighbor next to you and in front of you and in back of your house, they all look different than you, right? The ages are different. Some have kids, some do not have kids. And what we have found that when we launch our direct mail and those pieces represent the African-American family or Hispanic or Caucasian, when we do that, the response rates jump 20 to 60%. Wow. Yeah. So that's, that's, that is a very unique thing to do with data that we have ingested in the system from Axiom. That's awesome. And I love the one thing I love about data is it helps us make our decisions. Like that's the best part of it. Like, you know, with data, exactly who you need to target, when, why, how, all the things. And then it's amazing how you can see the results from it. So I love that you guys are centered and really foundational on data, especially when it comes to direct mail. Um, another question I have for you is, a lot of times we have our own clients or people who come into us and they're looking for that full holistic experience of doing digital along with direct mail, along with OTT. Like they want to be able to hit people no matter where they're turning to keep the brand in front of their face. Um, yeah. And one of the questions we get a lot is, is direct mail expensive? It's a great question. And we get that. We're faced with that all the time. And, and the reality of direct mail, it is. I mean, there's just no way to get around it. Uncle Sam takes roughly 50% of most any direct mail. What doesn't matter if it's EDDM, meaning you know, every door direct mail, or the stuff that we do in first class or marketing mail rate. Postage is a hard cost that Uncle Sam gets out of every direct mail piece. The the trick, if you will, in doing what we do and why it's we we believe and know from analytics of millions and millions of transactions through our system 
is that when you know that audience, where are they? Who are they? What do you want to say to that audience? And you get that right message in front of them, the cost, right? You you can do more with less pieces. You don't have to necessarily get sucked into buying a saturation play. There, there are many companies that are in the direct mail category out there that that is their service, right? And if you think about it, there are saturation mail companies. Velasis would be a name. Um, MSpark is another name that that do a very good job of saturating an area. Same thing with newspapers, right? When you buy a newspaper or you're buying um, a, a saturation mail play, by and large, you're buying that network, right? You're buying a newspaper subscriber. What we've been able to do with the software is find those customers. We don't necessarily need to be tied in to those networks and let's say minimum buys. So back to your question, is direct mail expensive? It, yeah, it is. And, and there's no question about it because postage is a huge expense. But more importantly, if you've got the audience, if you're kind of not getting your message in front of the ripe or right audience, then the efficiency, the return on ad spend is not going to be there, right? You're, you're going to you're going to have anemic results versus something that's a little bit more robust. Yeah. And I think one really good ground rule is always to think like, you got to spend money to make money. So you, yeah. can't, you can't be scared of the cost. You got to be able to look at the data and look at the potential results and try it and test it, trial it, make sure it works for you, make yeah. sure your targeting is correct. And you're going to see success. It's the same way on the digital side too. Yeah, no, a hundred, hundred percent. It is, um, it is something that you have to be, you know, you have to have the stomach for it, right? You have to go into it knowing that it's not one and done. Um, you know, it's interesting. We had a, we had a have a client that is when well, we we just onboarded them about two months ago, and we were fortunate enough the client let us upload their CRM data into our adaptive adaptive system. And in that initial conversation with them, they really thought their customer was X and Y. Mm. And the data showed us that it was really X, Y, D and E. And so they were a little skeptical, right, regarding the imaging. And we said, hey, let's do this. We're going to go to the same geography. But for this geography that represents the clientele that we are that we know from the data, we're going to send this image, right? It was an image, you know, attractive image of a family, young kids, puppy dog jumping, something that's endearing versus a static image. Mm. We sent the direct mail piece out. Within three days, the responses came back. More people were scanning the scanning the QR code with the image of the attractive and, you know, endearing family image, which immediately cemented in the, in the you know, in our customer's mind, hey, you know, they're onto something here. There is there is a there there when you look at that imagery and relevancy, the kind of the personalization play in getting that right message to the right audience. Yeah. So we see that time and time again. But without the data, you're kind of you're right back to square one again of doing it the same old fashioned way. All right, David. So talk to us a little bit about what are your top three tips for anyone getting started with direct mail? Sure, that's another great question, Jill. Um, I think the first tip, if I could, you know, kind of block it out a little bit, is that um, the famous blogger Seth Godin once said, 
everyone is not your customer, right? And so if we approach a campaign and talk to our customers about, you know, using that as a jumping off point to understand or start to ask those questions, what do my customers or the customers that I want to reach, what do they all have in common? And in, in that previ previous example I was giving to you, you know, not everybody has access to that data, but being able to, to dig into that, you know, if their CRM system has different API callouts to be able to, you know, glean that information, fabulous. But if not, they should be, you know, working with a company that's able to give them insight into those demographic characteristics of where those, you know, what those people look like and who they who they are. Awesome. Um, the second, the second idea is getting an idea of how much you want to spend, right? You know, back to any of this advertising can be expensive if it's not going to the right audience, right? Tonnage for the sake of tonnage is not necessarily a, a, a good thing. And it's no different in direct mail, especially because, you know, you know, the expense that's associated with postage, et cetera. But that question of understanding what the budget is helps to form that that complementary digital and print campaign or campaign strategy rather right because when we start to layer that those audiences on top of one another that's when we see this engagement go from uh you know 20 40 60 we've seen it as high as 80% increase wow. when we've done that that layering correctly um and then the last tip you know if i can i, I can be so bold is You've got to measure and track everything. You know, we we're freaks about measuring, and and yeah. sometimes it's the, you know, it's the I don't want to say it's the elephant in the room, but you've got to be able to ask these questions because because if you don't know what's working, if you're just spending, and don't know if if somebody's engaged on this ad unit, whether it be print or digital, it, it's not going to help you down the road. And um, you know, like we were saying earlier, it's not just one and done. And this is a really good example of why, because you've launched the first campaign and it's going to take, pick your, you know, two, three weeks for it to marinate in the market. Yeah. But during that first marination, right, you're, you're, you're gleaning stuff, e even if the phone is not ringing yet, yeah. right? E even if they're not converting back to that example I gave, we knew within three days that the people that had that endearing photo were engaging more than the other static photo. So that's all juicy stuff, right? Yeah. From a from a marketer advertising standpoint. So we, you know, like I said, I repeat myself here, but we are freaks about measurement across all these different channels. What got scanned, um, you know, when a CTV ad gets gets played, for instance, you know, how long of a time period between when the ad was played and when they're engaging on your site. Yeah. So, uh, or a trackable phone number, some of the easy stuff that's that stuff's been around a long time. Yeah. But being able to drill down, you know, and bring them all together, not so much and not so easy, right? Yeah. Typically, a lot of different vendors have to come together to be able to do that. And what we've done with our software is try to bring everything under one umbrella to make that easy. Yeah, that's awesome. And that's really why we love you guys too, is we're, we love to track on a granular level as well, just because we, you know, like you do, we want to be able to talk to clients and say, you spent X, but you made Y. Yeah. And being able to provide that back to them. 
um, so that they can know the results, that we can control how much revenue is coming in, pour gasoline on the stuff that's working, yeah. make sure that it's it's working better, it's fine-tuned, all the good things. And I think what's also important to mention for anybody who's listening to this episode is that people are taking a journey. Like yeah. nobody is you know, necessarily stopping and picking up the phone and calling right then and there, unless it is an emergency that's needed in terms of the service that you offer. But a lot of times people want to refinish their basement or they know that they need to waterproof the basement or they know that their AC unit is about to go out, but they're hesitant about, you know, potentially calling someone and having to spend that money on a new unit. So you've got to meet people all along the journey through the direct mail, through digital marketing, remarket, re-engage with them, take them on that journey with you, keep the brand in front of their face. And what we've seen from our clients is that there's been higher conversion rates when you've done digital along with direct mail and they work together, they work off of one another. And that's the magic that it brings. You can't just be all in on one thing. You have to be able to be holistic and do many things in order to bring the right people in. Yeah, no, well said. I mean, that that is so true. Um, uh, so true. And, and the more that we make it, you know, obviously in all that, right, that there's a lot in there, right? And if we can make that um, that journey from a marketer and advertising standpoint, as easy and as executable as possible, um, I would say using both of our platforms and be able to do that so that so that they can get so they meaning the customer can get back to doing you know servicing their customers and not not worrying about all those the analytics and all that stuff um, you know the deep IT stuff that's behind the curtain is is what we strive for also right I mean just tr- trying to make it as easy as possible yet knowing. Um, that both both companies are doing something highly complex. Awesome. I love that. Hey guys, thanks for watching this episode on One SEO's podcast. I hope it was helpful to you. If you have any questions about digital marketing and direct mailing and how they work together, give us a call. I would also love to introduce you to David if you need help from a direct mail standpoint. Thanks so much. Talk soon.